Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Thank you, as always, for clicking on this podcast. I know I say that regularly, but I genuinely, genuinely mean it. So apologies if that's getting repetitive. If you're listening to this on Apple, Google, Spotify podcast, thank you so, so much. You check out the Facebook page as well, Joe Blogs About Films. Give us a like and a follow. And yeah, see what's happening on this old podcast. Uh, right here on episode 47, this is a film that really slipped under my radar, but I've just got back from seeing it. I have a lot of, th- well, not a lot of thoughts. I have thoughts about it, obviously. That's why we're here doing this podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about the 355, which uh, just came out, I think, at the start of the year. Like I say, it really slipped under my radar just because I, I don't actually remember seeing much marketing for this. I've seen a few posters here and there around the cinema that I go to and then finally caught the trailer this week. Um, and I thought, yeah, let's let's give it a whirl. It's, it's, it's nice watching a film that's not like Marvel or anything, you know, too heavy going kind of thing because I do feel like the, a lot of the films I've watched recently have been kind of similar like traits without being just superhero films or whatever so it is nice to kind of kick back and watch this this kind of film like I, I like a spy film I think that when they're done right they're excellent I wouldn't say that the 355 you know is a game changer for the spy action films or whatever because you know with with these kind of films these days you know they're always going to be compared to the big guns such as like your bonds you know they've got huge budgets as to you know the Mission Impossible films who've got like Tom Cruise pretty much trying to kill himself in every, every film every sequel that is to outdo the last one so you know they've got big budgets and they can do a lot of things with what they've you know with the budget that they've got i don't know the exact budget for this film for the 355 but i would you know i think there's a nice amount that's gone into it and i think that for what for what we've got it it, it does fine i think that it's it's been it's it's it's, a, it's, it's an okay film it's not the best to say it. it's not groundbreaking or a game changer for the spy films but there are things in this that are that work really well and there's things in this where you're like yeah i pretty much expect this from a spy film in terms of story anyways you know it is it's your go-to kind of story you know bad guys want a certain device that can take down the world, good guys want to stop them. That is pretty much the the the, the gist of this film. I'll give you a proper synopsis before we dive into it. Uh, CIA agents Mace and Nick are sent to Paris in pursuit of a device that can hack any computer system. And this is where, like, I think it's great in spy films because there's always, like, a there's a fine line, isn't there? Or, like, there's a certain line for us audience members and everyone's line's different of how much can they get away with in terms of this gizmo and gadgets that they get. You know, in Bond, it's a little bit, like, more leeway. I don't know, like, because they're, you know, Q designed it all. I don't know. We're all like, oh, it's fine. It's, it would work. Whereas in some other films, you are finding yourself like, mm, is, is, is this... Is this? I mean, even with Bond, to an extent, you can be like, it's not really believable, but we'll just we'll go along. And that's the thing with spy films. You have to have, like, a certain line that can't be crossed. Uh, and I think, for the most part, 355 does that. Anyways, I digress. So I, what I've just said there, there's a device that can hack any computer system. Remember that. So when the mission goes wrong, Mace must work with the German agent Marie, British computer expert Khadija, and Colombian psychologist Gra- Graciela to save the world. Or Graciela. One of the two. But I will say that I thought all of the act- the actresses in this film were absolutely stunning. This is a film, let's remember, that, like, I was saying this after to my fiancé, like, it would only be about four or five years ago that this film would probably have all been a male lead. Um, it, it definitely wouldn't have been an all-female lead. And that's the, 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 the thing that really I wanted to kind of go and see this film because I feel like that, I don't know, we've seen so many of these spy films where it is just, just male domination kind of thing. It's nice to have something different. Nice to have female inclusion represented as well. And I feel that everyone in this film, Jessica Chastain and, and co, you know, they were they were brilliant. Penelope Cruz as well was a great, like... A character I wasn't really because, like I said, I didn't watch too much of the um, too much of the trailers or whatever. But I, I just I found her so believable as this like psychologist that just kind of at the wrong place at the wrong time kind of thing. And she's she's really well like re- like performed on screen. I feel that her, her character Graciela 
was was a great addition to this little mini team, this three five five team. Uh, Diane Kruger as well as Marie was great, but the standout for me more so uh, was the character Khadija played by Lup- Lupita Nyong'o, which. I'm a big fan of her work as it is. I think she's a great actress, and I feel like this one she really got to like flex her, you know, flex her muscles a little bit with this. I feel like she has got a lot of different range, and and this film essentially, you know, I, I would definitely love to see her in this kind of film again. I think that there is a every chance that this film could get a sequel. Um, although I do see that it's getting a bit of like a lot of negative reviews, but and that's the thing. Like I don't, I don't really, th- I, I didn't come out of this film and think it was absolute trash. You know what I mean? Like I think there's there's some great moments in there. Like I said, there's a, there's a great se- there's a great sequence and, and location at a fishmonger's where like some of the fighting sequence, I think initially because all these agents work for different agencies, obviously CIA, MI6, this, that, and the other, they're essentially like, yes, they may work together on certain things, but they're actually, you know, they're all, they've all got the same goal, which is to find this device. And they're all kind of like ruining each other's plans. And again, I don't want to go down too many spoilers because well, there's not too much I, I would say that could potentially be a spoiler kind of thing. But, you know, what I'm getting at is that, yes, they all, they're all after the same thing, but by essentially working together they have to put all you know animosity aside kind of thing but this this one particular sequence at this fishmonger's where we get to see a fight fight break out between uh, marie that's diane kruger's character and jessica chastain's mace i thought it was done superbly well like i i i enjoyed it i felt that it was very like you know shaky camera work it was very up close and personal it felt really like we were in the middle of this this fight between these two agents i thought it was really really well done and the choreography deserves a, you know, like I say a, a good applaud there as to when it comes to one of the later members of the team um, Bing Bing fans character Lin Mi Sheng she also gets to do some incredible work say when the, when the, when we, the story takes us to Shanghai and again just choreography just 10 out of 10 nailed it and the the first act of this film is a very you know it's a bit of a slog like we do have to get through it and you just you waiting for it to pick up a bit but you know from the second act onwards I would say that it does, you know, it does do that pick up. It did did feel like the first act was moving us very nicely towards this rest of the story. And then, you know, the third act is just sheer mayhem, you know, what we expect in kind of action. Spy films, we've got explosions, gun shootouts, this, that, and the other. It was just a lot of fun. There's 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 things in this that I do think worked really well, in particular the fact that whenever that you know these characters who are from obviously the you know different international ranges and such, whenever they're speaking to their like family or whatever back home they're doing it in their native tongue like say penelope cruz obviously speaking in colombian to her to her family via facetime or whatever bing bing fans character as well obviously speaking mandarin sorry in shanghai i thought it was it was so much more believable diane kruger speaking german to obviously her agency that she answers to and such it just it just felt like so normal like usually in these films again it's kind of like any any you know, interaction with other characters, you know, whatever, wherever they're from, it's like it always has to be English, you know, they always have to speak English. So by having them speaking in their native tongue, I thought it was a nice little touch and it, it worked absolutely fine. One of the, that was one of the, one of the better things within this film that I thought they did really well. Um, there's, there's just so many things in this that I do feel that it is a very standard spy film. Like the, the reveals that come out or the reasoning behind it, like I say, it's always some kind of like crazy device. And this device in this film can literally hack into anything that it wants to, essentially, or anything that you, the user, want to. And that can take down planes, this, that, and the other. And I just feel like there's always always that, isn't it? It's always some kind of like major thing that the good guys have to stop the bad guys from really exploiting. Um, so it doesn't really break any new ground or anything with that. But at the same time, there are some enjoyable moments in there. There's some great humour, some great lines in this. I had a bit of a chuckle myself kind of thing. I just felt there was there was a lot a lot to go with, and it's a it's an interesting idea. Obviously, it's it's it's, it's great to see you know good representation as well by having these strong female leads in this film. 
Sadly, I wouldn't say it's going to, you know, it, it potentially probably won't get a sequel. I do feel like they've set a good ground and, and you never know, it could happen. Um, but I do feel like this is one of those films that should it be on something like Netflix or whatever, I, I would, you know, I'd be fine by just popping this on and, and just having a chill day. Watch it. It's nothing too heavy going. Like I say, nothing that you really have to kind of really sit and take in. You know, I, I probably had more fun watching something like this than maybe the likes of the latest Matrix films. You know what I mean? In terms of, that's a real like you've got to be switched on to watch it or at least trying to make sense of what's happening so anyways i'm not saying that this is a better film than the matrix i'm just saying that there was moments in this where i found myself probably enjoying some of the action set pieces or even just the story but there are there are dips in this to say like i said there are some very very kind of oh here we go again moments i've probably already touched upon it anyways but i do feel that all in all it was fine like it was it was pretty good i think the 355 it wasn't like i say it wasn't amazing or anything at all in the slightest but i do feel that everyone brought something to it and the leads were just outstanding like i said the leads are the the, the real heart of this and i feel that they got a great chemistry on they got some great actors involved and they, they all had that believable relationship on and, and for that i think fine fair play simon kimberg the director of this his, his name's attached to many many films with fox in particular the likes of uh, you know x-men producing a fair few of the x-men films or even the martian as well so yeah i think that he, he's he's done all right with it i think that it's not as i say at all anything amazing or that's gonna you're gonna go see it and think christ that was the best film ever there are moments in this that you will enjoy and there's moments in this where you're like nah i'm not having that or whatever so it's it's just give it a watch and see i would guess um out of 10 i'll probably give this probably a six i no more than that no less thing any less would probably be way too harsh but you know i've seen some up and down reviews for it and like i said i think there are some there's moments in there where you can tell the editing's not up to scratch and and like yeah anyways i could go on and nitpick at it but the main thing is is that it's neither amazing nor terrible so if you've seen it do let me know i say i hope you've enjoyed this episode 355 very nice and brief say it's, it's one of those that I say, when it, as soon as it hits onto anything like netflix and you've not caught it yet maybe pop it on because yeah there's some there's some decent moments in there the action's great um just the story i think could have been a little bit better but taking nothing away from everyone involved say, in terms of the acting wise i think the performers in this the leads jessica chastain and co so good really really excellent and there's some moments in there where it does take a turn there's one particular moment in this film that is quite like dark and i didn't think that the emotional level would reach you know that kind of height um so yeah that was a real surprise like for all the things i've just said about it's a little bit like cliche or a little bit like you've you've seen one spy film you've seen them all there is a certain moment in this film when I was like, oh, I was not expecting something like this to actually like take place. I didn't, you know, it went it went down a went down a road that I didn't think it would essentially go down, but it really puts these characters on a, a, a real test and a yeah, like it forms them. I think it you know molds them more together, even more so, brings them together stronger to tackle on the bad guys. But yeah, I think a six is a is a fair enough review for this uh, for overall. I think it's fine does the job spy films as they go this is just one of them but thank you ever so much again for listening i'm not sure what my next podcast review will be dexter finale should have aired or at least airing around the time that i upload this podcast so i'll be definitely doing my final part going over the last four episodes of that so keep your eyes and ears for that on the social front uh tragedy of macbeth as well is definitely one i'm wanting to try and catch as well uh, this month so something coming up very soon obviously with the podcast wise anyway sorry i go on thank you again though for listening until next time take care